0: Hello. Welcome to the Mom Strong podcast. My name is Jennifer Johnson, creator of the Mom Strong Method and full-time holistic health and life coach for working moms. I give it to you straight, I hold you to being your best self and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks and motivation for balancing family, a job and trying to get healthy. I'm so glad you're here. So, today we are talking about mindfulness and I I I struggle with reframing it because sometimes mindfulness, when you say it, can sound like, oh yeah, that'd be great, or mindfulness, we've all heard of it, or oh, that's too woo-woo, and that's just not true. Um, The biggest thing, when I break down the MomStrong method, and the most fun thing is when when a client, like what I say, turns the corner. So the initial, the MomStrong method, you can, there are six, nine, and 12-month packages, and you can and the probably the, it's almost like clockwork almost after the third month clients begin to turn a corner when the nutrition plan isn't new anymore and they've like got it down pat they're getting more of their daily routines in order um they're being challenged on their mindset by me to be like is that really worth is that really the hill we're gonna die on today like do we need to be putting our energy into this or do we have other ways we can be doing that and when they describe the results they're getting, it's really fun to hear because it's all things that I'm like, yeah, I know. Like on the other side of the table, I'm like, yeah, I know. All of, all of you will experience this. It's geared towards experiencing this, but it's honestly all about the mindfulness. And they start seeing it come up in really cool ways. like. For instance, it is winter here in Minnesota, and there are so many things. Sending Zeke to school, I did not anticipate the loss rate for clothing items that we would have in our lives. Um, This morning, literally this morning, I went to get him ready to go to school, and I was like, Zeke, where's your other boot? And he's like, it's in my bag. And I was like, no, it's not. He literally left a boot at school. Now, to be fair, he's kind of like Mr. Rogers. He'll switch out from his boots to his shoes during the day and then put his boots on for recess and everything else. So it's not like weird, like he wasn't like walking around with one boot on, but the boots aren't small. He lost the freaking boots. And so I'm sitting there and believe me, I am not, I am no Daniel Tiger's mom. Okay. So I did get frustrated and I said, buddy, why? Where is your boot, we have to get you boots. It's like literally zero degrees today, just above zero. And his school policy is if it is zero or above, they go outside. So there is a chance they would go outside to school today. And I didn't want to risk like bringing one boot and then not finding the other at school, hence having to make a target run anyways. So I used some of my mindfulness practice and a win for me today. And the way that mindfulness manifested was not completely losing my shit on my husband who picks Zeke up, didn't notice he only had one boot, completely not losing my shit on my son who is six. I mean, he, you know, he's six, so it's fair. Like he's not supposed to have it all together yet, but he's also could be more aware than he sometimes is. And just be like, all right, let's get in the car, we're going to Target. And calmly, as calmly as I could, handle it. So that's a way that mindfulness appeared and manifested. The way that I build that mindfulness, honest to God, is meditation, journaling, good sleep, drinking water, moving my body, and eating really healthy stuff because all of that fuels better decision-making. When you're tired and you're cranky from a sugar dive and you're dehydrated like a house plant in a corner in Texas, I don't know, I'm just making shit up at this point, and that like all of these things you may not think impact, but it is all a domino effect. And when I see my clients kind of put the pieces together, they're getting their daily ounces in, they're moving their bodies, they're eating higher level nutrient dense foods, they're getting good sleep, they're doing their mindfulness practices like meditation and journaling. When those things start clicking, I start seeing them less reactive. And the scale might go up and they don't lose their shit or think I'm worthless and this isn't going to work. They can pick themselves up easier and ride those waves. They become more resilient. So let me give you a few tips and um, situations where you can practice mindfulness through just being like, calm it down. And if you haven't listened to the episode about um, the angry toddler or dramatic teenager a few episodes back, I would highly recommend reading that or listening to that. Um, And the reason is, it was episode 52. The reason is, is because that's the voices that come up when these situations happen. You get all angry and dramatic and it's just like, dude, drop it. Like this is not worth your energy right now. And just like drop it, drop the drama. So the biggest one is when you have to wait anywhere, whether it's at the doctor's office, it's waiting in traffic on your commute, it's waiting in line. A lot of the time, there is nothing you can do. You cannot speed up the person in front of you in line and have them have less stuff in their cart. You typically cannot make the doctor move faster so you get in line quicker. You typically can't like shove another car in front of you to go quicker. You're just stuck there. Yet we put so much energy, especially early in our day. If you have a commute, I remember just being like pissed before I'd even get to work because I let everything on my commute affect me. Whether it was the guy who for sure hated my guts and cut me off intentionally, or it was the city bus that got in front of me and of course is ruining my day, um, And so just realizing when you're being dramatic with that, when you're waiting for something, so either in line um, or at a doctor's appointment or in traffic, anytime you have to wait, listen to your internal dialogue, relax your shoulders and your jaw, take some deep breaths, and just laugh at yourself and just say, drop the drama. It's just not worth it. Another one to practice mindfulness and presence is when you're talking to other people, put your phone down. Don't even have, like, put it face down so you can't even see the screen. Release your hand from the claw-like grip so many of us carry our phones around in. And if another human is talking to you, whether it's your children, I know that's a tough one, right? Because I talk all the time. But it's your children. It's someone you meet on the street. It's your husband. It's a friend. It's a coworker. Whatever it is. If someone is talking to you, put your phone down give them the courtesy of your presence. And this is a big one. And you will like, once you start realizing it, it's almost shameful where it's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I do that this often. It's, it's shameful. Honestly, I do it terribly with Ryan, especially with Ryan, where he'll come in the room and I'll keep dinking around and he'll have something to say. He'll share his work day or he'll share something. Doesn't matter how mundane or important it is. He is another human and he deserves my attention, especially my husband. And so think about that how can you put the phone down literally release it from your hands when talking to others a next phone one to practice mindfulness is when you're walking this is one of my 2020 resolutions is to stop being on my phone while i'm walking and i don't mean like earbuds in listening to a podcast phone in the pocket i mean like literally looking at my phone pulling something up or um dinking around with an app or checking Facebook like while I'm walking. It is astonishing when you start getting better at this because this is all habits, all just things you do. Um, and to break that habit, you first have to be aware of it. So notice that you're doing it. And the funny thing is when you start doing it, you put your phone in your purse or in your pocket or your back pocket or whatever. And you start when you're, when you're in motion, when you're walking, your phone is out of your hand, you start noticing everyone else around you is on their phone. It's crazy town when you take a second to look up and be like, oh my gosh, all these people. And I used to be like real mean about it and like intentionally bump into someone when they were on their phone. I know, I'm kind of an asshole like that. But now I just laugh. And I realize that like so many of us are missing chances at that connection that we so crave. Whether it's a smile at someone in the hallway or it's a nod at someone at the gas station. You're just so busy looking at your phone that we're losing that in that connection, those minute connections, those second connections with other humans on this earth that we share with. And that's a beautiful way to enrich that connection. So it's not just like about putting the phone down. It's about then what happens because then you make a deeper connection. And so many of us crave that connection. We say we want more community. We want more friends. We want more human connection. Yet we are talking, we are on our phone, on the internet when another human is in our presence. And so think about that. When you're walking, put your phone away. Another time to really practice mindfulness, and I do this, um, this came from uh, Brendan Burchard, who's the author of High Performance Habits. This is one of his intention setting um, activities, was before you enter work and before you enter your home, stop, like when you pull into your parking spot at work or you pull into your garage before you go home or in your driveway or wherever, before you enter home, take time to, to take a second and breathe and think, okay, what, am I, what do I have with me right now that I'm bringing into this situation? Is it workday stress you're gonna unload on your husband? Is it um, having to make an early morning target run that you then unload on the poor YMCA worker? <laughs> um, is it, what is it? What are you bringing with you? from the day that you don't want to bring with you. So when you open that door to whoever it is, it might be your boss, your coworkers, all that stuff, it might be your family and your kids. When you open that door, set an intention for how you want to feel and interact with them. And what are you bringing in? Is it to come in and the first thing out of your mouth is, oh my gosh, traffic was terrible. People are assholes. Like, is that how you want to start your day? Or when you enter in your home, you're like, oh my gosh, work was terrible. It's just my boss is such a jerk is that how you really wanna enter your home every day? How do you, and it's okay to vent. I never, I will never say never have bad feelings, but be intentional about them. Don't be reactive, don't be their slave. Intentionally say, yeah, I'm really frustrated by that commute and I wanna to talk to my husband about it. Instead of just blah, 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 like verbally vomiting all over them before even checking the pulse of the room or the, what's really going on with the other person. You just rah, bring in all your crap to them. So think about those times in your day where you can kind of reset. You can sit in your car for a second before you enter work, before you enter your home, before you enter your next meeting. I mean, you can do these intention breaks all day long. And the more you do them, the more you can be present with that situation and not letting the one boot being lost and then being stuck in traffic and then the YMCA not processing your payment correctly and then the dog food being out of the dog. And then your husband asked some simple question. Hey, honey, can you help me pick up? And you're like, I always pick up everything. And it's like, whoa, that was not because of the question he asked. That was the dog and the dog food and the YMCA worker and the traffic and the boot. And you can like almost trace it back if you don't take the time to reset your day and to have these little like intention breaks where you just say, how am I feeling right now? Where can I be more intentional? Where, what am I bringing into this next situation that I should just kind of drop at the door that I can be at least aware of? Like, yeah, I really wrapped up because of that client call. They were very upset at me. And so I'm bringing that into my interaction with my kid. I'm aware of it is the first step. And just asking the question, what am I bringing in with me to this? What can I leave at the door? And then you can then start working on changing your thoughts, your mood, all of that. So I hope those make sense. So just some little mindfulness trips, um, tips and tricks to be mindful in the new year and to just bring you to present. Because mindfulness is just about going from emotion or thought to pause to then reaction. So often, so many of us miss that pause in the middle where we go constantly from, thought, emotion, reaction, thought, emotion, reaction. And we don't take a second to breathe and go, okay, is this worth that? What else am I bringing in with me to this situation? Because rarely is the thing the thing. They say it's the straw that broke the camel's back because the camel was carrying all the other things, a lost boot, right? That poor camel, I tell you. <laughs> um, so I hope that helps you think of some. And if you have more and you're like, here's a great way that I practice mindfulness. Obviously, I want you to be doing a thought download every day, which means just taking a blank piece of paper and journaling, free journaling for a page a day that will change your life. 10 minutes of meditation at the very least, do some mindfulness, do some movement, eat really well, hydrate your body, go to bed early at baby grandma time. All those things will help support your mindfulness, but then you get to practice it. And these were some times when you can really practice it and become even more mindful in your day it's not all meditation and baths and gongs and you know all the things we associate with mindfulness it is just those daily things that happen that you can practice breathing i can't change this so i can change my attitude about it or i can change it and i'm going to or i can change it but i'm just choosing to change my attitude about it So upcoming craft your life happenings. Currently, I have four of the last for the new year mom strong spots. Are you interested? If you are someone who is a high achieving working mom and you are a little bit frustrated that you know what to do, but you just don't do it consistently enough, I would highly recommend becoming a mom strong method one-on-one coaching client. I know so many of you are trying the whole new year new you thing and you're doing it yourself and it's great and i respect that but having help will help you be consistent will help you get there quicker makes it a hell of a lot more fun and typically the diet plans that we're given aren't made for us, aren't made for us working moms who are high achieving, who don't have a lot of extra crap in the day to deal with. And you don't have time to be weighing and measuring your food. You don't have time to be having pit sweats when the, the boss says, Oh, we're going out for lunch. and You're like, Oh crap. What am I going to eat? How do I count my macros? It's just not, it doesn't have to be that dramatic my friends. So, Let me know if you're interested. Four spots only, they close on January 24th. So 10 days from the airing of this podcast. I would be honored to be your coach. Everyone needs a coach. Let me be that rocket fuel in your 2020 to help you get to your goals in a beautiful, easy way, getting healthy in a way that doesn't suck. It's totally possible. You can email me, jennifer at craftyourlifecoaching.com or find me on social media. And two free opportunities, if you haven't grabbed the free MomStrong habit tracker, definitely do, it's really fun. It's a really pretty habit wheel. You write in your own habits. It could be meditation or flossing. Oh my gosh, I a side note, friends. I just got the um, Ellen Be Kind box. I have a subscription box addiction, I love subscription boxes. If you ever want to get me a gift, get me a subscription box, I love them. And my mother-in-law has caught on to this and she's ge- amazing, love her. And she got me um, the LNB Kind box, got my first one and it had four different kinds of flavored floss, which many of you might be like, that sounds terrible. Or that will collect dust, which for me, I was like, oh my gosh, which one can I use first? I love them all, can I use all four? I love floss. So that to say, Potentially, you could use your mom's strong habit tracker to track days that you flossed, if that's a goal for you, <laughs> or days you took a nap, or days you didn't snap at your kids, or days you meditated, or that you ate really well, whatever it is, you can track it and visually see how many days in a row you did these healthy habits and strung them together. Because oftentimes, creating a habit isn't about how you do it, it's doing it consistently enough to make it suck less. So don't forget, you can grab a free Mom Strong Habit Tracker. There's a link in the show notes, as well as if you find me on Facebook, Jennifer Tiggis Johnson, shoot me a friend request, shoot me a message so I know that you're listening to the podcast. And on my, um, but the, uh, banner of my Facebook, there's a link in there for the free habit tracker. The second free opportunity is the MomStrong Facebook group. So I'm in there supporting you guys to live your best life, popping out with live motivation. You all are the first to hear about anything coming up MomStrong wise. And so join the free MomStrong Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes, but also you can find me on Facebook, Jennifer Tickets Johnson. And on the banner, click in there. There's a link for the free Facebook group there. And you can always find me, jennifer.t.johnson on Instagram or Jennifer Tiggis Johnson on Facebook. If you have ideas for future topics or questions you want explored, email me, Jennifer at Coaching. And remember, you are mom strong. You're not meant to be normal or average. You are meant to be exceptional. Accept nothing less. As always, I'm here in your corner, cheering you on and believing in you even before you believe in yourself. Massive love to you.